Welcome back, everybody, to the Lakers Silver Screen and Roll Podcast. I'm Alex Padilla. I'm Alex Regla. And thank you all for sending the made-up names for our podcast and what it should be, because I got a lot of them. I didn't write any of them down, but thank you all for participating <laughs> in that exercise. How you doing today, Alex? I'm pretty good, man. How's it going? I am uh, nervous. I'm tired of reading Twitter. Um, <laughs> and pretty much the Twitter exhaustion has set in, and free agency has been around for... Oh, a little over 48 hours right now. So, you know how it is. Yeah, uh, that first day wore me out. Like, there, yeah. like within that first 10 minutes, there was like 25 guys signed, and I just couldn't keep up with where which guy was going where and uh, all the rumors. And just, yeah, I'm, I'm worn out. And it's only like two days into free agency, so. I turned off uh, screen time on my phone because I don't want to know how long I've been on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I'm trying I to avoid those it. updates. Yeah, it's... Uh... Yeah. I refreshed so much, and I have a buddy of mine who just keeps sending me every report. It's just exhausting right now, especially we're in the business of Kawhi Leonard, and we're one of three teams that are in the business of Kawhi Leonard, and that following every single report from Reddit to a USC alum to Kendrick <laughs> per- to Kendrick Perkins to uh, Karam Butler, Richard Jefferson, basically anybody, Michael Rappaport, like you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. so many people that want to, whether it's trolling Laker fans, whether it's actual sourcing, whether it's actual reporting, whatever you want to call it, everybody is giving their opinion on Kawhi Leonard right now, and it is, um, it's it's pretty tiring if you're a Laker fan because he hasn't made his he hasn't made up his mind yet. Yeah, and I think you know the amount of Reddit source like sources users that have come out the last few days is just unreal and. You know, I, I, I'd i be the first to admit, like, I've looked on Reddit, like, I've looked on different Laker sites and try to find these guys, and if they can at least, like, give some information on the, on the Kawhi thing, because at, at, the t- at the moment, no one really knows anything about Kawhi or where he's right. going, so it's just so, you know, tightly sealed from his camp and from the teams involved that, yeah, it, it's tough to kind of gauge where, where his mind is at the moment and what he's thinking, but I don't know, like, like you said, they, the Lakers are one of the three teams, so they have a, at least a realistic chance at him, and from all reports, they sound like they're confident. And I, I hope, I hope they are, and I hope they've heard something from you know Kawhi's camp that makes them feel that way. They're not just you know overly confident for no reason. So it, it's going to be interesting the next two days to see what, if any, information comes out on it. Right. Well, we're, like we we try and be honest with the listeners of this podcast network. And listen, we're recording on Tuesday night, so you guys can hear it first thing Wednesday morning or whenever it is that you listen to it. So things could absolutely one hundred percent change, and we might have to come back tonight later and do another one if Kawhi d- decides to make up his mind. You know, so things can change at any minute. One thing that we do have right now in our possession is a mini Woj bomb that he dropped earlier about the Lakers. And that is that free agent Jared Jared Dudley has agreed to a one-year, $2.6 million deal with the Lakers. So Jared Dudley, another guy, veteran, uh, with the minimum, uh, is going to join the Lakers. He's going to join Troy Daniel so far as the two Lakers that have been signed in free agency. Yeah, I liked it. I, I like Jared Dudley. I thought for those who watched any of the Nets last year, you can see how, how, how much of a veteran presence Jared Dudley was on that young team. And you know, from every report or in every podcast and everything he, he goes on and people talk to him about, he always comes off really cool and like a super nice guy. And he's really respected around the league. He, and I think most of all, he can shoot. Like, I think the biggest thing that we've seen with these first two, you know, 
signings from the Lakers is, is that they're focusing on shooting, which is a nice, you know, nice change compared to what they focused on last summer. And I think Dudley, for the minimum, it's just a solid veteran presence you can add to that locker room, and he can defend multiple positions. We saw him defending Ben Simmons, and Ben Simmons had that him and Dudley had that playoff back and you know back and forth last last year, and it's I think I think he's a good addition to this team and is a type of veteran that they should be targeting with these minimum deals and try to avoid kind of the the retreads with like a Lance Stevenson or Rajon Rondo. So right. And he's a career 39% three-point shooter. So I, I think that always helps. And Troy Daniels is another guy who is another career three-point shooter. That's what he does. That's how he's stayed in this league, you know, for how long he's been in here. So I, I, I am encouraged by the types of players they've pursued so far. Yeah, it's a lot different than the meme team they assembled last year. Mm-hmm. So far, so far. Uh, obviously, things can change. Obviously, they've only signed two guys. Their roster is very thin at the moment. Um but we all know why that is, and that's because they're waiting for Kawhi Leonard. And it's a risk that I think every single Laker fan is willing to take. Yeah, we're not going to get D'Angelo Russell, which we talked about last year or last week, because uh, we brought that up last week for us, for our, our podcast. That was the main topic is should D'Angelo Russell be the top target for the Lakers? And clearly uh, he wasn't. The top target is and always has been Kawhi Leonard because they are doing everything possible, waiting, letting free agent signs elsewhere. Uh, everything you can imagine they're doing for Kawhi Leonard to try and pursue and get Kawhi Leonard to be a Laker. So last week we talked about it. Turns out D'Angelo Russell ended up with the Golden State Warriors, which <laughs> I don't think anybody saw that coming. No. Um, I know I definitely did not think the Lake, the Warriors would go out and do a sign and trade for him, but um, there we have it, man. I mean, that's yeah. the that's where we're at right now, man. I know that Adrian Wojnarowski, Shams, and like Mark Stein, I think those three guys are incredible and very 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 reliable like 100 percent. but we're just in a time period in nba free agency with a superstar who no one knows and that's the kind of information that you're going to get it's not always going to be right and i think laker fans kind of need to take a step back and and kind of just evaluate who's tweeting what what's being told you know like you have to really take a step back because Kawhi leonard is keeping everything (coughs) close to the vest yeah and and now the report is that it's almost like a game like let's like their camp are testing Kawhi's camp are testing the Clippers the Lakers and the Raptors on who can keep everything closest to the vest like that's the report now like they don't want any leaks and that's where we're at so everything we're reading with Kawhi it's like who knows what's true and who's who knows what's not yeah and I I think a lot of reporters are starting to come around to admitting that if you're reporting things about Kawhi you you're might you might be lying because really no one knows at this stage what he's thinking or what where he's leaning towards and i think you're right about that you know the this test that his camp is is sending for these three teams on okay we'll interview with you we'll you know we'll talk to you but if any word gets out from what we talked about or you know our discussions that it might be a sign that there's holes in the organization that you know there's leak there's leaks coming out from there and i think so far for Laker fans who are so used to every step of a process being like reported, like the Anthony Davis trade, like we knew every player that was going to be involved going up to that trade deadline. We knew every, you know, offer that was being sent, what new Orleans was thinking, what LA was thinking. And with this Kawhi thing, it, we've been in the dark for the whole time. And it is a bit scary because we're not used to that as Laker fans, but on the same, on the same token, it, I think it is encouraging that we're starting to operate kind of more how the rest of the league is operated. And it's just, 
closer to the vest and, and not leaking every single report out there. And for, <laughs> for this Kawhi thing, I think it's important that they can show him that they are capable of doing that because, you know, every indication up to this is saying they have to prove that they haven't. And I, I think Kawhi is, has concerns about the front office and, you know, the dysfunction with them. And if, is there someone he can trust going forward with you know the basketball his rest of his basketball career and I think this is going to be a good test for the Lakers to see if they can actually show that they can keep things in house and not let things get out to the public. Well, isn't that funny that you say that? Like, where you think about the two things that that are connected at the moment, and that's when you bring up everything about Anthony Davis, Magic Johnson is kind of the guy that we all assume was the guy that leaked everything to everybody as fast yeah. as he could. And then the only thing that we do know about the Kawhi and the Lakers <laughs> is that he met, he uh, called yeah. Magic Johnson. And we know everything about that phone call because Magic Johnson, I believe, spoke to like Brad, uh, Brad Turner. Turner. At, yeah. And he told him everything. So isn't that a coincidence that like that's the guy that that's the only <sighs> thing we know about Kawhi Leonard so far is whatever Magic has told us? Uh, yeah. It's funny how the only thing we do know is what was discussed on that phone call. And the phone calls between Magic and Kawhi and Uncle Dennis. So, yeah, I think there's a pattern there where wherever Magic goes, we get some leaks or some reports. So, but you know, hopefully, you know, it pays off and Magic kind of sealed the deal with Kawhi when they talked and kind of reassured him that everything will be okay. And uh, it's a good chance for Magic to redeem himself in some Lakers fans' eyes after what happened with as the president of basketball operations. So. I, I, like I, like you mentioned earlier, no one really knows at this point. Everyone's just kind of waiting and seeing. And I guess the report is that could possibly happen tomorrow or by Fourth of July. So hopefully, we all know you know very soon and ends up with the Lakers. the The Fourth of July one scares me a little bit because I believe it was Fourth of July when the Lakers got Steve Nash. Steve Nash. I uh, yep, yeah. I remember exactly where I was when I heard that, and, <laughs> and I was, I was so, so excited. excited. Me too. <laughs> I was so excited at the time, but obviously we saw how that panned out for the Lakers. I think this one will be a little bit different, uh-huh. uh, or if not a lot different, um, to be honest. But yeah, the 4th of July and the Lakers, is, they don't have great history there, do they? <laughs> yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully no injuries in game two of the season and no Dwight Howard drama and all that stuff. But uh, yeah. yeah uh, it's, it's unfortunate for us as, as guys that have to host the podcast when there's so much in the air. But the great thing is, honestly, if you love Laker content, there is so much out there that mm-hmm. every report is being, you know, written about, talked about. And I promised the the, the listeners of this podcast an exclusive, right? I promised <laughs> oh, that's that right, I, yeah. I promised that I would that would find Kawhi in San Diego if he was at the Jam Center. I told you guys if he was at San Diego State, I would find out. Well, somebody found him before me because this weekend Kawhi <laughs> was in San Diego. Kawhi uh, was at Trujillo's Taco Shop, a, a staple near San Diego State. And it uh, turns out that he's not as much as a freeloader as people want him uh, to make him out to be because he paid for his meal. He denied a free meal from Trujillo's, but he did take a free large horchata. How oh, about that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we we so, have similar tastes, me and Kawhi Leonard. That meal sounds very good. It sounds so good. I might eat that for dinner at that Trujillo's just to honor Kawhi Leonard. And I would tweet at him, but he never answers. So I don't think he's uh, tweeted in, in since like 2014. So that's true. <laughs> um, I was told, and I am not trying to be a serious reporter, and I'm really not. I'm really not trying to go there. But I, 
I was told today that Kawhi is in fact in San Diego, which I found very interesting. And obviously San Diego, Los Angeles, it's not far. You, you When you have as much money as Kawhi Leonard has, you could jump on a helicopter and be in LA in 30, 45 minutes. So anything can change. But I was told that Kawhi Leonard was hanging out with a former San Diego State basketball player today in San Diego. So what do you make of that, Alex? There's my scoop. Wow. Wow. Kawhi in San Diego, the day he's <laughs> meeting with teams. Well, you came through. You promised a, a scoop last week, and you came through. So I'm proud of you for that. But uh, don't uh, I don't know. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, he enjoys the weather in San Diego, and it kind of opens his eyes that he can kind have this type of weather all year if he's with LA. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting because we know he's met with different, you know, LA and the Clippers already, and the Lakers. So I I, I believe he still has to meet with Toronto. I don't know where that meeting takes is going to take place or if it already has taken place or if he's going to be personally involved in that meeting or not and what that says about his his current like uh, preference of where he wants to go but I I don't know like he is he is from San Diego you know I believe he bought a new house in San Diego um it, it's going to be interesting to see how much of a role that plays in his decision process here and how much being near home is a big you know is a big reason for him to choose the Lakers or Clippers over the Raptors. And I don't know. It sounds like it's a, it, it's before, when he got traded to Toronto, there was that report that he hated the cold. So hopefully yeah. he, he still hates the cold and he wants to come back to like the warm weather and the beaches and all that stuff. So hopefully you're right. Hopefully he gets a ton of free tacos for the rest of his life. If he stays <laughs> near home and I don't know, whatever it takes to, to get him here. I'm good with that. Yeah, man, when you're making $141 million, you don't do traffic like we do traffic. You, you, <laughs> jump, on, you, you jump on a helicopter, you're, you're at Staples Center in a, in a second, you know, you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you told me something interesting, too, which I, I never even thought about. You were listening to uh, Dave McMenamin on ESPN LA, and he said something really interesting today. Yeah, so he said, uh, uh, you know, keep note of the name Steve Fisher, who was Kawhi Leonard's coach at San Diego State, correct? Yes. Yes, and he, I believe, was also Rob Polinka's coach, or he either he has ties with Rob Polinka as well. And right. do not Steve, be surprised. Steve Fisher yeah. was the uh, head coach of Michigan during the Big Five. There um, you go. Yeah. So he, yeah, he used to be Polinka's coach as well. Yeah. So he said, just don't be surprised if people in Kawhi's camp, you know, reach out to Steve Fisher and ask him, you know, can we trust Rob or you know just to get some background info and Rob and, and if he's someone that Kawhi can, can trust going forward. And he just kind of hinted at this name and the possibility that Kawhi's camp may be doing their own background research on these guys. And just to make sure that this front office is up to par and it's something he doesn't have to worry about. Because as we've seen in Toronto, Toronto's front office is, has been has been amazing for the last few years. And they've given uh, Kawhi, Kawhi everything they've had and surrounded him with great roster and uh, you know they they've put him also in great position to stay healthy. They let him re- uh, sit games when when he needs to, and uh, basically that was something else that supposedly Magic and Kawhi talked about over the phone. That if you know could he bring in his own trainers in like LeBron had LeBron has, and uh, I I believe the Lakers said they would have an issue with that. So it sounds like Kawhi is doing as much background research on the Lakers as the Lakers are not doing on him. So. I don't know. It's it's interesting how there's different names being floated around there as possible connections and mm-hmm. and reasons why this may or may not happen. 
because that's one thing that I, the reason I really think it's interesting is because that's a thing that is a question probably throughout the NBA is who is Rob Palinka? You know, like we keep hearing yeah. these stories or this, this trash talk basically from Magic Johnson that he's a backstabber and he kind of didn't deny it to Kawhi. He's like, yeah, I said it, but I've moved on. We've moved on. Um, I mean, I guess that's possible. Um, but I think Magic, I think Rob Palinka is a big question mark in the NBA. There's so many reports that he didn't know the CBA rules, that he didn't know about how his cap room worked. Um, you know, he's just Kobe's agent. So I'm sure a lot of people have questions about Rob Palinka. And then when you throw in on top of what happened between him and Magic, um, I think those are valid questions to have, to be honest. I think those those are very valid because, like, why did Rob Palinka stay? Why didn't they bring in a replacement? You know, there's so many mm-hmm. questions that we don't even have answers to yet. So I'm sure players have answers or questions as well. So that's a very interesting thing to know. I don't know the relationship that Fisher and Palinka still maintain. I know, I do know that Steve Fisher maintains a, a very good relationship with his Fab Five teams. Whether that includes Rob or not, I'm not sure. But I know that he he talks to to Chris Webber every now and then. He's like the one that's not too much. But Jalen and Jawan. And the other two guys, they definitely reach out to Coach Fisher often. So, you know, he could be a key piece into into easing Kawhi and his camp's uh, concerns about the organization because maybe Steve Fisher does know a lot and we just don't know it yet. So that's very interesting to hear. But that's kind of where we're at right now, aren't we, Alex? We're just putting yeah. all these crazy uh, puzzle pieces together and trying to make sense of everything. That's where we're at. Yeah, it's. I think that's where everyone's at at this point. That's why when reports come out, or when Woj is on Sports Center, or, or Ramona is on the radio, it's almost you gotta take everything with a grain of salt because, as as we've you know have learned during this process, no one knows what Kawhi's thinking, and it's just it, people are just guessing at this point. I I believe, and I think it, it's hard for any team to kind of get a grasp of where they're at. And it's interesting because both all three teams are kind of like on hold for free agency because they can't really go out and sign anyone for any kind of significant money because it affects the cap room and if they can actually go after Kawhi. So it, for the team that misses out on Kawhi, they, you know, they might be in a little bit of trouble in terms of filling out their roster. And I think the Lakers getting a guy like Dudley and Daniels on the minimum, which doesn't impact their ability to sign Kawhi. It was smart just to have a few roster pieces in place, you know, in, in the hopefully, uh, the, you know the not hopefully invent that Kawhi doesn't come to Lakers so I think it's just a lot of teams are going to be impacted by this decision the whole league's going to be impacted on depending on where Kawhi goes so and it's the first time in in years I don't I don't know if there's ever been a time where this big of a free agent has been this quiet during this whole process and no one really has a grasp of where he's going it's just kind of unreal that no at this late you know into the process that no one really knows where where he's heading Everyone's talking about who Kawhi is going to join, but why should Kawhi join the Lakers? And that's an interesting question because you have to get inside the mind of Kawhi on how to pitch Kawhi Leonard. Mm -hmm. And that's probably the hardest thing that these executives are doing, except the Raptors because they, they know more about him than the Clippers do and the Lakers do. So how do you, if you're the Lakers, how do you pitch Kawhi Leonard to join your team? Is it as simple as, here's LeBron James, here's Anthony Davis, you guys are going to win, so enjoy? Or do you have to get into, hey, uh, we'll let you bring in your whoever staff you want. Uh, we'll let you, um, you know, we'll get you a helicopter to fly in from Rancho Santa Fe, you know, <laughs> X times amount a month. Um, like, 
how do you if it, if it was you like how do you even pitch it because do you want does Kawhi Leonard want to be the number one guy which he was in Toronto and try and win that way because then that's the Clippers advantage does Kawhi Leonard want to join two superstars and likely be you know probably the best player on the team but you know he could not be the best player on the team um, I think if he joins the Lakers he's probably getting the third amount of headlines behind LeBron behind Anthony Davis um, is that what he wants does he want a Hall of Fame head coach because the Clippers are better there or does he want familiarity where he's already in Toronto and he can get the most money? Uh, so if, if that to me is the biggest question, how do you pitch Kawhi? Yeah. And I think that's a question these teams have had to ask themselves during this process. And for, I, I think you, you brought up a good point about Toronto, maybe having the advantage because they've had a full year with Kawhi. They have a better idea of how he, you know, his, his emotions, what, what his preferences are, what is important to him. And, for a team like the Clippers, who've also, you know, reportedly have done their research on him all year and have kind of bordered tampering with him all year, I think these teams have kind of had to do their homework and kind of figure out a game plan on how to how to pitch this guy who's almost unpitchable because you don't really know what he wants. And I, I think for the Lakers, you you kind of had to hit on all those things. I I think you do have to 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 bang home the point about having Anthony Davis and LeBron giving you more of a chance to win immediately over the other two. I think um, you have to hit on him, The you know, how important it's going to be that to keep him healthy and how how, for, how far they can go to do that. If it's bringing in doctors and, and trainers that he trusts, you got to do that. You got to do whatever it takes to convince this guy to join your team and that he can trust you with his body and his health and his future. And I think all these teams are also doing that. So I think it's the team that can convince him that, they offer every, you know, they can check every one of his boxes is going to win out. And I don't know how, how, you know, at, at this stage, how, how much trust do you have in the Lakers front office to kind of check all those boxes for him? Do you trust them, you know, to, to do that? Or do you have doubts still? I mean, I, I, I have questions. I don't really, I don't know if they're doubts though, you know, like I just, I'm, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt this summer. They did get Anthony Davis. They do have LeBron James. They were able to keep Kyle Kuzma. They were able to maintain cap space to go out and get Kawhi Leonard. So they're kind of proving everybody wrong, right? Everybody that thought at least that, that they were a bad front office and that they didn't know what they were doing, they at least pr- proved those people wrong. I would probably put myself in that category that I'm getting proved wrong. Even if they do not get Kawhi Leonard, I still think that they are proving themselves to be a competent front office. Whether that turns out to be successful for an office, I don't know, because they still have to win more than 37 games next year. They still have to make the playoffs. They, you know, there's just a lot of steps that have to happen. Um, uh, if if I'm them, though, like you said, I, I do absolute – I throw everything. Like, I throw yeah. history. I throw history at them. I throw your on-court players. I, mm-hmm. I prop up Frank Vogel as much as I possibly can. Yeah, it's a good point. I, I you know – you, you're the Lakers. You don't you have to sell the Lakers, but you can definitely highlight what it means to be a Laker. You know, there's everybody knows that everybody knows the name Shaq. Everybody knows the name Kobe. Everybody knows those names. Kawhi is getting there. But I still think if you say Kawhi Leonard, there's a lot of people that don't really outside of basketball that don't know who Kawhi Leonard is yet. Does he like that? Maybe. But you could still it would still be a pitch for me. It's like if you want that, you can have that. You can be Kawhi. You know, like that's a name that flows with Kobe, with Shaq, with Jordan, with LeBron. Like 
Kawhi goes with those names. So um, I'm pitching him absolutely everything. If he wants, if he wants to be Hollywood, well, look, we we have Hollywood connections. If you want to be, you know, whatever it is that you want to be, you want to throw the first pitch at every single Dodger game, we can make that <laughs> happen for you. You know, like, so I think the Lakers have a, a, an upper hand. Uh, with with the actual pitch itself, I think the Lakers have the most they can that of the three that can offer, except the money. I'm still not convinced that the Clippers offer him what he wants. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I mean, yeah, I, the, I Raptor, think... the Raptors make sense because they have the most money because he knows he can win there. But I don't see the Clippers. I, and I'm, now I'm just speculating, but I would if it were up to me, that's how I would pitch. I would I would pitch everything. I would throw the book at Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, and I I think, you know, we kind of talked about how there's so little information out there so far, but from the reports we have heard, everything's been encouraging on the Lakers side, like the things Magic told him and what he kind of reassured him about were good were good things, and then that athletic report about LeBron being willing to to take, you know, the you know, the third wheel uh, uh, between him and Kawhi and uh him and AD and he showed that he'll he gave, he gave AD his number. And that he's willing to kind of give some of that power and some of that offensive responsibility to Kawhi and, and you know, and ensure him that, you know what, this will be your team if you come here. You and AD will run this team when I retire, when I'm gone. So I think from everything that we've heard from the Lakers side of things, they've been positive. And that's encouraging because right, it is, it is. In, in this last year, every report about the Lakers has, you know, been negative And it's kind of been embarrassing to, like, hear these you know, so many leaks in the organization, all these tampering fines and uh, the clutch factor and who's in charge of the Lakers and people quitting on live TV. And so uh, just having positive news and and things that sound like are smart, you know, answers to these questions that Kawhi is asking are, is encouraging. So if they don't get Kawhi, we at least know that this front office and the people involved are at least, aware of how to you know handle their business the right way which up to this point has not been a strong suit for them absolutely that's absolutely true dude like i i think laker fans should rest a little easier seeing the work that they're doing um so we'll see what happens but as of this moment alex i just hit refresh and i have nothing new (laughs) on on Kawhi leonard on twitter so i mean we we've done the best we can do as far as talking about Kawhi without, you know, really saying anything new about Kawhi. Well, Emmanuel Moutier just signed with the Utah Jazz. That's Utah all Jazz, I see here. The Utah Jazz are making <laughs> moves, man. They they are picking up a lot of guys I had my eye on for the Lakers, so I am a little uh, a little envious of them right oh. now. But if it it doesn't matter if we get Kawhi, Kawhi, so but still, I know how we can finish this podcast. We could talk about a player that a player that the Lakers will for sure have. How about that? Okay. Because there's news about Anthony Davis today. Oh. Anthony Anthony Davis is enjoying shooting Space Jam 2. <laughs> not, not only that, Anthony Davis gave his top, his all-time, not all-time Lakers, his all-time <laughs> starting five. Would you like to hear his all, all-time starting five? Yeah, l- let me hear this. Okay. First of all, he put himself in there. <laughs> I love it. Uh-huh. So uh, he's playing the four is what he said. Mad Shaq is in it. Kobe, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, and Magic Johnson. That's right. Uh, so all Lakers, <laughs> all Lakers, all Lakers. So you got Magic playing point. Kobe's a guard. 
LeBron's the small, he's the four, and Shaq is the five. That is Anthony Davis's all-time starting five. Wow. Well, he you know he he knows how to endear himself with Laker fans already, so that's a good sign. Uh, did did he mention who the, on which players would be on the bench? Did he mention Derek Fisher off the bench or Rick oh, Fox? Or I'm not sure if I got that far. I just uh, saw okay. the starting five. Uh, but so far, so good. Everything you know, he's endearing himself with the fans. He's on he's in Space Jam too. He'll be the new cover boy of NBA 2K. So it sounds it's funny like that he's wearing a. He's wearing a Pelicans jersey Pelicans on it. jersey, yeah. And he's like, so, his arms are crossed. You know what? That, that could be even more of a pitch to Kawhi. Like, Anthony Davis is just signed with the Lakers, and he's already getting all these all these opportunities outside of basketball to succeed. So if he, if Anthony Davis can pitch him on that, that's that'll be even better. Uh, Jared Dudley has changed his avatar, and it is an avatar of LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and... Jared Dudley. <laughs> oh man! Oh, I just saw that. Okay, that's great. Yeah, so that's a home run deal. I, I am all aboard deal. with Jared Dudley on the Lakers. So he's tweeting all about it. Kuzma's tweeted at him. He says, "Let's get it." Uh, I mean, Jared Dudley responded, "Let's get it." So he's saying thanks to everybody. So de- definitely, Jared Dudley is on his way to be a Laker. And that's the breaking news that we have for you guys: is that Jared Dudley is a Laker for <laughs> next year. <laughs> Alex. Um, let's hope we don't have to record this in the next four or five hours, uh, re-record this or actually let's hope, let's hope. we have, yeah, let's, let's hope. hope, yeah, let's hope we have to record this at midnight because Kawhi has advanced because, because why is signed with the Lakers. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm Alex Padilla at Alex Padilla 86 on Twitter. Um, Alex is at Alex M Regla on Twitter as well. You can catch his work on silverscreenandroll.com. He's got a cool thing going. I think it's cool. Whether they sign there or not is like players to keep an eye out. Uh, that play, that Lakers should be interested in. So, uh, Alex, another great week. Uh, I look very much forward to doing this every Wednesday with you, man. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Alex. Thanks again.